Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Not only dear, dear pals, Sports Emmy winning Dear Deal Pals. Congratulations to the three of us. Best podcast hosting trio. Is that it, Shaq? Is that what we got it for? <laughs> That's what I heard from yeah. you just now. It's so well, because it's weird the way they do it. Martin, they, I, we didn't find out until 5 a.m. That's when the, your agent calls and wakes you up and tells you. And then, but it was nice. It was a nice surprise. I I didn't even think that you could get one for fiddling with knobs, but spaghetti and meatballs. Good job by you guys. Babyface Joel Solomon won one for producing. So that is that your first, Martin? Is that your first sports Emmy? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, with all the work I've done in my career, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first, nice. first nomination. Well, this is, this is what happens. Then you win one, you win five, you win 10. And they just they just uh, pile up, as you can see in the background here, along with uh, my gold cap, which um, another one was won by Jay Hosey, six right. Prop quiz, extrapoints.com slash arcade. He won. Uh, he was the prop quiz winner. Do we get right into LeBron? We got a lot to talk about, Chad. Well, I want to say a couple of things. Yes. yes. One, um, there should be an award. In fact, there is. It's called the Sonic Award given out at the Sheckies at the end of every yeah. calendar year for the most suffering sports town in a given year. We've already canceled it for 2023 because it goes to the city of, of um, Oakland. They've lost the A's. They already lost the Raiders. Oh, so yeah. on and so forth. But man, are we in the single worst moment in Boston sports history? Are, I mean, think about I this. I hope so. Celtics. Celtics about to get swept. The mm-hmm. historically great Boston Bruins go out in the mm-hmm. first round, and now to- and now you're getting ready for the Mac Jones experience year three, which is funny. And in the meantime, Tom Brady now owns the Raiders. <laughs> yes, <laughs> what, what a right. dark time! I didn't even think about that. And as uh, Spaghetti and the gals on Megan Fun of Sports pointed out yesterday, Mac Jones was seen. Now there's there's mailing it in like the Celtics are doing against the Heat, and then there's mailing it in like the Patriots are doing. Mac Jones at a Taylor Swift concert was Belichick there too, uh, Eddie. I think Didn't he was. Belichick? Belichick yeah, but, was uh, there, yeah, right. But only Mac oh, Jones was pictured, and what was he wearing? I mean, this is, they have not, that's it. It's over. You're right for Boston sports. We haven't, we haven't even considered that, but uh, good, good. Let's enjoy it. Right. What do we care about Boston sports, Shaq? Well, I mean, if only we had somebody we could tease about uh, the (laughs) dire state of Boston sports, but you know what, as you said, let's talk out uh, uh, LeBron misery loves company and it's Mm. coast to coast here in basketball America for the two biggest brands in the NBA. Yeah, Denver beats the Lakers 113-111, as competitive a sweep as I think you'll see, right? Those first couple games were five-point games. Denver didn't cover, had a a small chance of losing that first game. Not really, but second one. uh, Anyway, only the game three was a little bit out of hand, but Jokic is just too much. Too much firepower there. 30-14-13 in the closeout game, including an insane three-pointer 
and a bullying take to the rim late. Martin, um, before we get to the LeBron stuff, we can't say enough about, I think, the Nuggets, who might be the most underrated one seed of all time. Hmm. I mean, they had the back-to-back MVP before this year on them too, though. Like, it's people like I understand there. It's weird because everybody who was voting for him for MVP also was picking against them. You know, picking the Suns or picking sure. the Lakers, or it's like so this guy don't. is great because his team sucks and he still does what it does. <laughs> now it's got to be a different narrative altogether, right? You're right. So it doesn't necessarily jive, but I think I actually I hate the phrase "playing with house money." Because just get up and take the money and leave, and it's yours. Mm-hmm. It's no longer the houses, and you could, you could have it, right? But like, the Lakers were. The thing about Sal, we bet the Lakers were going to miss the playoffs. I right? remember that. And, I remember and that. We had that famously had to go to Venice Beach and embarrass ourselves. Was like the Boston Celtics are embarrassing yes. themselves on South yes. Beach. Yes. Yes. However, very embarrassing. What the Lakers <laughs> did here, though, I think they acquitted themselves nicely. This is you should leave this season feeling good as a Lakers fan. The idea that LeBron can go and play thirty-five minutes and 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 what is it, fifty-six seconds of an entire NBA game in the playoffs and still have enough gas to go at that? Like you just need one or two roster construction pieces. And I was thinking about this as uh, uh, this morning when I woke up. Austin Reeves was already on the Are Lakers. Are you sure you woke up? I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go, keep going. Uh, yes. Go Austin ahead. Reeves already on the Lakers. <laughs> Lonnie Walker was already on the Lakers. Yeah. Rory Hachimura is probably like a bench guy. That team really just needs a D'Angelo Russell uh, replacement or like a wing player. I know LeBron plays the wing, but LeBron really should play at a dunker spot now at this age. And if they could get a wing player, like a solid wing they would be set, I think, and be going forward. We'll be looking. You look at at that core of Reeves and LeBron and AD. Yeah, well, I think Reeves the, is gone. I think it's a little more complicated. Oh, they with that. can't. We, let I, him go. We, we I don't, don't think even they know keep what him. LeBron is doing. I mean, first they of all, 31, 31 in the first half. Great job. Um, whispered about retiring afterwards, but I think that's like. Stop. That's going to happen. Like, check if you have a kid and you, you turn to your wife, you're like, should we go for number two? Should we get another one? Like, no, it's the last thing on your mind, right? Right. Don't ask me. Don't ask me what I want yes. to eat as we're walking out of a restaurant. You there know, you same That's sort the, of thing. Austin yeah. Reeves, um, two things. Yeah, I'm with Sal. It, it sounds to me like the money. I obviously don't get into long-term contracts and the, the nuance of those. But nevertheless, I'll recklessly speculate and say that $80 million or $90 million in the free market will lure Reeves away. The Lakers can't match that. So mm-hmm. I assume he'll go. But in terms of this series and specifically the two games in Los Angeles, it seemed to me in the last three to five minutes of both fourth quarters, they didn't give Reeves enough touches. He was knocking it all down every touch he got, but he's also not a shot creator, but he still, uh, you know, Hachimura got some real good, clean looks there and front rimmed them and so on. And I wonder why, or if it was, uh, you know, what, the nugs were doing specifically to take Reeves away because he just seemed to be a zero option in the, in those critical moments coming down the stretch of both those games. Right. I mean, he was knocking every shot. He got knocking it down. They just had an answer, right? The nuggets never play themselves out of a game. I mean, they were down. What were they down at half? Uh, 73, 58, 15 15 at half. LeBron had 31. It's like, okay, this is good. Just hold on. Maybe Denver 
I don't know. You try to get into the psychology of the game. All right, Denver will win this at home. They'll win in five. That'll be a great moment for the the home crowd. And we'll, I think it's just the reverse for the Celtics. We'll talk about in a minute, but they came right back. I mean, they are right in there. Gordon with 22 Murray. It's like a typical 25. Now uh, that, that might be a bad game, but yeah, they just don't let themselves play themselves out of the game. And you, you bring it up like Hachimura. Everything I'm hearing is Hachimura is now the priority. And that's ridiculous. Russell, He's he's passed. I'm not, Russell I'm not saying it's ridiculous that you've heard that. I'm just saying that's ridiculous. That's 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 what people yeah. took away from the last 24 hours. Yeah, or the last the whole series. But Russell, right. I mean, I bet Russell under 10 and a half points because I'm like he's on a short leash. They're not going to play him a lot. I think he played like 21 minutes in game three, and then sure enough, that's exactly what happened. He played 15 minutes in game four. And that was that. But really, in terms of next year, it really comes down to we have no idea. This is are they going to leave it up to LeBron? Like, I don't know if LeBron likes Hachimura. He might be good for the team for what we look at. But if they leave it up to him and he says, hey, I'm playing two more years, one with the Lakers, hopefully the second one with the Lakers, if you draft Bronny. Uh, but who knows by then? That'll be my retirement tour. So that, I don't know, Martin. I think that's that that a lot earlier. to it. He yeah. really should. He really should. All the trade that they made for Russell Westbrook and to get all the pieces back, none of those pieces played a huge role in this series. They were all team players that were on the Lakers at the start of the season. Like the same two intense stretch the Lakers went on. Austin yeah. Reeves and Lonnie Walker were sitting on that bench. And so I get Rui Hachimura came in, but to your point about Denver, if they had played, Denver and Miami have been playing at a different level all playoffs. If they had played like a standard playoff team, the Lakers would have won two of these games because Denver would have fallen down the stretch. They haven't fallen down the stretch at all this entire Not time. Not even a little like, bit. Yeah. That's why I think that's why you look at the Lakers, you look at it getting sweep. This is that's the difference. It's like the Lakers are competing to the point that if if Denver had laid down the rope at any point in time, they would have won the the Lakers would have won. Miami could have not played the fourth quarter last time. And they still would have won the game by 15 points. Yeah. Shaq, what about this LeBron thing? I think so. That's what I've heard. Like, so play one more year. I, I like for him to just announce it. Like, I'm going to play two more years. I want this next one to be with the Lakers. Hopefully I get, we get the pieces that, um, you know, satisfy me. And then that second year, because he's definitely going to have a retirement tour, right? There's a year in there where he's going to go and he's going to have to go from city to city. And someone's going to have to spend $3,000 in Detroit to see him play his last game there. And he's not going to, he's going to sit because he's caught in the cryogenic chamber or something. Right. But he's got that tour coming, doesn't he? I guess so. But the, the thing that's presumptuous and he seems like he's even hedging on it about is playing with Bronny and whether or not Bronny wants to play with the old man. I think he's covering for the kid with like, who decided that Bronny is a uh, one and done at USC. I mean, yeah. like, that's, that's a certainty to everybody in the world that that's why Brian, the, why LeBron's going to hang around. I, uh, it color. is supposing a lot. It's supposing that, yes, he's good enough to be one and done at USC. He's good enough to get drafted, which I right. get it. LeBron, if you have the promise of LeBron, will join whatever team drafts you. But, okay, let's say he is drafted. Let's say it's Oklahoma City. I don't even know. Is he good enough to start for Oklahoma City, or are you just kind of on the same team? You start, your son rides the bench. Also, your son has to sit through this whole retirement thing. Your son is probably going to end up hating you two years from now, right? Is I don't know. Maybe I've jumped the gun a little bit. 
But yeah, that, I mean, I'm, I'm not a pretentious. Out, I mean. I'm a pretentious ass, of course, but not so much that I know how good 18 year old Bronny or any right. other kid's going to be. I mean, the the, the assumption, the on everybody's decided what's going to be with these 18 year old kids and who has to go first mm. overall. And I get it with Wemby, obviously is projected to be great, but we get over our skis about these things. And instead of focusing on the evidence that we have, which is that we all got so cynical with ourselves and thought we were all such experts that everybody the world over slept on the number one seed Denver Nuggets. It's funny too, that generally speaking, part of the human condition is um, self-validation. And because I said Suns. A lot of people said Lakers, Dubs. Otherwise, we're going to go Eclipse, whatever. We're going to survive there. This one doesn't feel as unsatisfying, assuming the heat. Because, you you know, you said, you know, a week or two ago, you thought like, boy, Celtics, Lakers, ooh, la, and la. Like, that's, remember in 2003, we -hmm. almost got the Chicago Cubs and the Boston Red Sox, and it was like, oh, greatest World Series of all time. Neither team has won a World Series in forever. And instead we got the Marlins and the Yankees and everybody threw up. Um, This one feels different. It's like, cool. This is going to be a fun one. Jimmy Butler versus versus the Nugs and specific to those Nugs. I know, but just getting the time machine a decade ago, nobody was getting triple doubles. Russell Westbrook was starting to, to put some together. And I know now we live in a world where triple doubles are, are not that crazy, but still, I don't think we're celebrating Jokic enough. I know he's a minus. Celebra- he's a, a a favorite to get a triple double every game. That, it's that's crazy. Insanity. It's insane. You, you have this guy and look at yeah. him too on top. What if I what if I you fell into a coma a decade ago and I yeah. woke you up and I said, like, hey, check this guy out. See him right there, the guy who looks like Greg Ostertag. Right. Um, he gets a triple double in uh in the Western Conference finals and and does it pretty consistently all through the playoffs. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but last week I was like, oh, I've seen enough. Denver minus 165, minus right. 170. If you don't have it already, obviously those aren't great odds. People are sending me, you know, screen grabs of 11 to 1, 15 to 1. Great. that Good for you. That's way, way better to pick it up that early. But it's already up to minus 280, Martin. Is this disrespectful now to the Heat, who, if they win tonight, will have taken 8 of 9 from Milwaukee and Boston? Talk about no. insanity. It's not disrespectful to the Heat. I understand why people would think it is, but uh, like, as a certain like, we normally remove Wilt in general stat conversations in the NBA because he owns so many of them. It's not worth talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's just, it's so far ahead. He tied Wilt yesterday. Jokic did for triple doubles in the playoffs. Which Wilt do you tell? You have to be be um, more specific <laughs> with our fans. <laughs> no, but it's like see, like he. He's doing things at a historic rate that, and it looks so funny to Dave's point. Like the think about the backbreaking threes that he made in this series off his wrong foot, stepping backwards, shooting the ball way back here. Like he's throwing an overhead pass. Like Mm -hmm. the shot that LeBron made from three that he was trying to throw in the alley-oop. That's how Jokic shoot the ball all the time. It looks like he's pat. Like it's, it doesn't make any sense when you sit there and you watch him especially his ability, like Anthony Davis feels like he should score 85 points on this Pillsbury Doughboy looking sucker. But no, he doesn't right. because he's incredible. The only thing I'm thinking, who did the Raptors beat in the finals that year? This is becoming reminiscent. Of, they beat the Warriors, right? This is, well, I guess it's not the same, except that 
you were like, oh, the East grinded out team is not going to be the one that, you know, emerges victorious here. And they did. But what, what, what seed were they even that, uh, that year? They were, they were a top seed, remember. but the, it's thing, funny, about, but the, yeah, the I, thing about that's funny about the Raptors one is, all right, you have Clay tear his, uh, I think either as a killers or ACO, whichever right. one that was, then mm-hmm. KD snaps his, uh, Achilles. So it kind of, you know, walked in. I mean, injuries are injuries, right? That's the way it goes. Yeah. That's yeah, they're also, on one seed. Yeah, it's a bad Brian, comparison. Nobody's. Yeah. Saying, I mean, God, God bless it. I hope he stay, doesn't have it, but like he's got to stay healthy too. If, you want to have a disrespectful conversation? Here's some disrespect for the Heat for you. Is um, you know, Dirk with the Mavs winning that title, and mm-hmm. D Wade, you know, with Shaq, kind of sort of winning that one. These anomalous titles, the Raptors. The mm-hmm. Nugs feel like it's going to be one of those, but it but we shouldn't talk that way. And in fact, you can already, which I think is wild, on Caesars, you can already bet on the 2024 champ, and yep. they have the shortest odds along with the Celts, which is a fascinating conversation that we'll get into as well. But those two teams are plus 550, and I guess that makes sense, right? That, I mean, of course, the Nugs are... I, I, I mean, I'm going to say right now, I'm with you, Sal. They're going to win the title. And now is it is it that kind of like what a magical year like the Portland Trailblazers of seventy seven or is this just the start of something for the Nugs? That, well, that's look, I know it shouldn't. The team should stay intact, right? I think I'm not hearing about any big free agent movements out of there. Certainly, you know, not everybody's Jokic locked up. And really, yeah. it's almost it's almost a continue. It's not quite a continuation, but it's like very much like the Warriors say. Oh, mm-hmm. we have Steph, Clay, and Draymond, and everybody's healthy. Like they just forget about that year where they only won 17 games as a franchise and missed the playoffs, and right. conveniently forget that in the dynasty stretch. Well, this team was in the Western Conference Finals with a healthy Murray. He misses two years. He comes back. They're right back in the Western Conference Finals. It's all yeah. the same characters. Why not? Yeah, but we've Why decided not? the bubble didn't count, and because Jack Nicholson wasn't there, and Jack <laughs> Nicholson wasn't there in Game Four, and I have to take a moment. To ascend to Mount Pius briefly. Listen, you can joke about whatever you want to joke about. Have at it. I feel like making fun of the old man, Jack Nicholson, for his hairdo. Yeah, that's exactly, that's how I'm showing up to games. If I'm Jack Nicholson, <laughs> yeah. shame the devil if I care what you schnooks on social media yeah, have to I don't think about he cares. me when I'm 86 years old. My hair's askew. Yeah, you're goddamn right. You know why? Because I'm Jack Nicholson. That's what yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't need your dirt being thrown at me. And what's further, I think his feelings, I have a hypothesis. I think maybe his feelings were sufficiently hurt because he didn't go to game (laughs) four. He didn't go to game four, but his son was there. And did you see how he was dressed? He was looked like Nicholson in his prime in like the mid eighties, the yellow Hawaiian shirt with the blazer over top of the khaki pants. I think it was an homage from son to father pushing back at the, at the 'er ne'er-do-wells. And the creepos on social media taking that old man, a legend, an icon, to task for his hair being out of place. Shame the devil. I don't think he cared. I think his uh, he didn't watch his want to watch his team get swept and said, uh, "Here, too. son, I'm gonna I'm gonna be your father of the year, even more so than Kevin Hench, and give you these uh, tickets to this game. <laughs> you you watch him lose." Um, now, Magic, this is old news already, but Magic tweeted with regard to the Celtics game three effort. In my 44 years of being associated, Magic Johnson, by the way, I don't want to, uh, you know, right. I just accuse yeah, which Martin one? Of that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, in my 44 years of being associated with the NBA, I never thought I'd see a Boston Celtics team, a franchise with 17 championships, quit. 
I know Celtics fan all around the world must be disgusted and devastated. And then he points out the Miami Heat blew them out 128-102 in game three. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> thanks for the context. Um, but this is interesting because then his team went and got swept. And then um, even more of a dagger, Jokic wins the Magic Johnson Award, which is MVP for the Western Conference Finals, which I think this was the first year, right, that the named awards were given. Second is it second year? Is it really? I mm-hmm. thought they just named all the ones. Okay. Oh, I yeah, forgot this is about that, that they named them. That's a Steph great Curry was, it, the, the Right now, the list is Steph right. Curry and uh, Nicole okay. Jokic. And then well, the other well, side, it's well, Jason Tatum. And you have to be named. Probably Jimmy well, Butler. One of these years, yeah. One of these years, Magic's not going to like the winner of this. Not that he has to present <laughs> the trophy, right? But, right? It could be there be someone in the West just taunting Magic Johnson <laughs> for uh, for years and years and years, and then he wins. That'll be fun. Um, well, that's why people have told that. me for, for 20 years, I've said the NHL, mm-hmm. since they did that nonsense with the West and the East and yeah. Metropolitan replacing the obviously superior Patrick division at Norriston. Campbell Conference and all of that, people would say, I said, like, name it after the greatest legends. Nobody knows those people anymore. Name, have an or division, a Lemieux mm-hmm. division, like 99. I don't know who's like the greatest 99, Wilf Payment division, whatever. <laughs> um, and, and, and honor those guys. And people said, well, you can't do that because then it would, it, it, it would indicate bias in favor of those teams. Like you couldn't have the mm. Lemieux because then the Rangers fans would be upset. Why are we in a division that's all with with Mario Lemieux's name attached to it? Like, nah, get over it. It'd be. A I cool think there's a bigger uh, problem in that, and the same reason they're not, um, you know, lining up to put more statues, uh, erect more statues, is the the cancellation, right? It's um, <laughs> everybody's always one tweet away from being canceled. Um, magic, <laughs> so true. Magic almost yes. canceled for that. So you're taking a risk there. I'll say, Go ahead, like, Mark. It was something. Magic generally tweets about like, you know, oh, it's 75 and sunny outside. You know, his very tweets positive. are generally yeah. very, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, front facing, obvious. Great to be and, alive. Yep. And for some reason, this one wasn't any different. But when mm-hmm. I read this tweet after the game, I was like, damn, they even got Magic tweeting about them. It was like, dog, this right. is embarrassing. I yeah. feel bad for Joe Mazzula, man. I do. I understand that he's a punching bag and, and it's an easy target and, and and all this and that. But the boy wonder Brad Stevens couldn't get him to the finals. Ime Udoka did. And all I had to hear was how Brad Stevens was the best coach in the East and I trade him for Giannis and all of this mess. And just because the boy watches uh, Ben Affleck movies too much, it doesn't call timeout. He's new. He got no yeah. business being here. And I just like if I'm Boston, I don't think I would. I don't think I would fire him. I really don't. Mm. I would. I would double down. Well, we don't know. It appears as if the team has quit on him. We don't know exactly if that's what's going on in the locker room. But you kind of have to get rid of him if the team has got and he can't. Especially he also, this year. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of guarantee. A lot of guaranteed years point, though in that contract. At some point, right? it's got to yeah. be the team. <laughs> like sure. At some point, it's got to be. the this, 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 uh, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, plus somebody, it's not good enough. Like, it's not yeah. good enough. They're going to have to improve it somewhere along the line because how many different chefs can you have with these same ingredients? Yeah. I, um, now you got me thinking about lunch, but yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> listen, they, they, here's the thing. So they're one and a half point underdog, the Celtics. 
Everybody and their mother likes Miami to close it out this game. It would make sense based on the game three performance that the Celtics have given up. And even if they haven't, a more embarrassing result, I think, Shaq, arguably, is to go back to Boston and lose game five, right? So maybe they cut their losses here. Um, but then again, they could put up 44 threes and 20 of them go in by accident. So uh, you always have that coming in, factoring in. I like Miami tonight, but I say be cautious because I feel like we've been in this spot before. Well, first of all, yes, Missoula, I feel bad for because not only is he going to get fired, I legitimately wonder, will he ever get another head coaching shot? It is I, not you know, fair. Well, like whether he, it's fair or not, that's, no, that's, that's, that's what's going to be. It's not fair because he, he may got fired, but by that point, all the other top assistants gotten hired. This is like if your quarterback's coach got got, got the head coaching job. Like it's, it's, mm. it shouldn't be, but anyway. I agree with I agree with all that. I just think he is going to get blown out, and then who's going to step up to hire him? Maybe the Celts. Maybe the resolution is like, hey Joe, we all get it, including you. Maybe we put you in this spot prematurely. Stick around here, be an assistant to nurse or X. I mean, there's so many. That's why I say, especially this offseason, they're gonna make a move. Monty Williams is out there. They're guys that uh, are successful guys who are, uh, you know, that the Celtics are very likely to move on to. What's fascinating to me is Doc Rivers back to the Celtics. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Why not? You know, at this point, I I think what what what's wild is, first of all, the magic thing is clearly just passive aggressive. It's not like whoa, how did they suck magic into this? Rivalries are forever. The Heat mm. uh, magic might be a nice guy, but he hates the Celtics, and he right. loved sending that tweet and passive aggressively maintaining his his usual tone, but sticking it to the Celts, the the hated mm-hmm. Celts. Um, but I wonder legit because we can talk about Al Horford and you can talk about, uh, you know, Grant and you can talk about the, the other pieces around it. But but it's really it's Jason and Jalen. And that's who that's who it's about here. What are those two talking about? What surely, you know, in their suites at the hotel, maybe they had a dinner, maybe they had a phone call, whatever. Are they like, what the hell, man? Like, is this Missoula? Do Are they blaming Missoula? Are they quitting on him? Are they? That's like, what we don't know. Yeah. But I mean, like they have, I mean, obviously they talk and they know they are the two culprits for this shameful that, that you can't point at anyone else, not, not Marcus or anybody else that were in that, in that locker room. It's those two guys. What are they saying? Like, let's just lay down here. Let's just end this mess. We don't want to go back to Boston. Let's move on from this. Get blank. I don't know. Next head coach. Cause they have some juice too. You would think that they'll say like, Hey, okay. It's over. Hey, Brad. Go get uh, go get Monty. That's who we want next year. We think well, we can turn this into I, I think around. the question you're asking or you have to ask is who's responsible for them playing zero defense? Because that's what's going on. That's why Duncan Robinson's yeah. able to go, you know, get 22 on seven for 11. That's why Gabe Vincent is 11 for 14. Those are insane numbers, Martin. 18 for 25 between Robinson and Vincent. And uh, and it's only because they're wide open every time. It, yeah, it, it absolutely is the coaching in terms of the defensive aspect, but like that's part of the reason why I say like give him another year because I feel like he, he comes in and has a completely offensive mindset and like every single move that he's made has been with an offensive mindset. But mm-hmm. the whole reason why the Celtics were so good last year was starting that two big lineup and just playing tenacious defense really 
and they ran out of steam at the end. But through the regular season, they had like the third most, no, the best offense in NBA history for a stretch of the year. And I think they finished like third in terms of offensive efficiency. I think they really had to take a hard look at that roster, see why, get Al Horford out of there, play Robert Williams 35, 40 minutes. Like he needs to play uh, instead of Al Horford, who's out there just like spacing for spacing's sake doesn't make any sense. Like, I think that's one thing that we're seeing in this playoffs is like, We've seen PJ Tucker's and and Al Horford's and these guys who are not necessarily athletic but are more like more uh, cerebral defenders yeah. that are used on offense to just space the floor. They have to be real players now. Like that's it's it's almost better served that that's Michael Porter Jr. who's going to make some defensive mistakes but shoots at a forty percent clip from three because mm. it's just I don't see how I think offensively too they don't have any playmakers. Like Marcus Smart is a better like they need a playmaker. You see They're the gonna pay teams. these guys a lot of money for not being playmakers, Tatum and Brown. They're gonna get a ton of money next year. But he's gone though, Martin. He's definitely. I mean, it, he it definitely. might not be. He's for sure gone. It, it, it might not be fair, but it's not any less fair than, let's say, Coach Budenholzer, right? Who lo- at least won a game against the Celtics, uh, has some history. His brother died, and they let him go. That's just how the yeah. carousel, right? Monty Williams wasn't fair either. So this, no as chance far as the on the Celtic fair spectrum, yeah, they can't, can't possibly come back run it back. You can't burn another year of Tatum and Brown with, like, hey, unfair to the young coach. Let's give him one more run here. That 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 will be outweighed by the yeah. primes of their two stars. So I, I, assuming uh, they keep Jalen Brown, right? They're definitely going to. I think they I think will. The massive move all is NBA. They kind of have to at this point. I, I know it's weird. You put you you hold a player to a different standard than a coach at this point. But um, yeah, I, I would say they they reload with those guys. We're doing race to ten tonight. I didn't see any reason to take the Celtics. I think they probably won the race to ten. They did in game they three. Did. But if you follow the narrative that this is just going to be uh, a blowout from the beginning. We're racing a 10 with taking Miami, who, even though favored in the game, is not favored to get to 10 first. It's anyway, join us there, race the 10. Uh, That's going to be great. Eastern. And this game, I am fascinated as a social experiment or whatever it would be, a psychological. I mean, everybody's talked about magic weighed in on the quit of the Celtics. What's going to, mm. that was game three. What's going to happen tonight now? What's going to be? Do, do, do they have professional pride? Like that's, you always say, you always hear about it in football. Like, ah, the end that team should tank for the quarterback or like you can't because you're, yeah. then your effort is on tape. And now who's ever going to want you in the future? Like you can't just dog it. If you're the Celtics no. tonight, if you're the players, you're not going to just lay down and like roll the ball. By the way, that was funny in the fourth quarter, how long they were, how long uh, Jamal Murray and LeBron were waiting to pick up that rolled ball. But like, I've seen the clock run, be- not the clock itself, but the shot clock is supposed to run on that. I'm pr- almost positive it's that it has. And I've seen that before. Brother Brian and I were talking about that. Yeah, it's, it, it is ridiculous. I will say, Martin, this reminds me this, this one and a half, this low spread, Everybody and their brother loves Miami tonight. It does remind me of far completely different storyline. Chiefs, Bengals. Everybody loved the Bengals. Small spread, right? Didn't make sense. Mahomes can't walk. Let's all load up on the Bengals and then Chiefs win. That's why I caution people. I'm going to take Miami. But um, doesn't it remind you a little bit of that? Like in terms of the overwhelming majority liking the team in a, in a small spread and then it biting you in the ass. Yeah, it, it, 
I could say that, but the difference is we've seen this matchup three times in the last seven days. Yeah, I guess so. Like that's the, so. that's the holdup. If this that's was what game sucks one, about basketball, a team quits on their coach or just quits. You don't have to worry about it for two and a half hours. We've seen two weeks of uh, this Celtics disaster. You're right. Who do you think's having the bigger disaster right now? Uh, the the Celtics and their first year head coach are ESPN's predictive uh, uh, stat that has, still has Boston with a chance to win this thing. Oh, I love but it. I saw yeah, that, that it was ninety-seven good. to three percent. The mm-hmm. Miami had three percent to win the series. I yeah. went. And I put enough money on Heat to win the series to pay my rent next month. Yeah, so of if course. They win, I will have my rent paid. I was Listen, like, this is this is ridiculous. This is why we win sports Emmys and they don't. ESPN. <laughs> How many years they've been in the business? I don't think they have one sports Emmy to their Lucky name. Start uh, up. Yeah. All right. Listen. Let's take a quick break. We'll talk uh, some quick hockey, NFL. We'll have a play of the day. And uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app. It's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117-NEW YORK, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Stanley Cup semifinals now. Eastern Conference last night. The Panthers home 2-0 lead. Beat the Canes 1-0. Oh, boy. Those Stahl brothers are giving it their all, Shaq. And it's a shame people the world is missing this. But Canes win 1-0. I'm going to guess you did not. You watched all eight minutes of this game. I watched uh, I watched most of the third period, much to my dismay. Um, yeah, I'm uh, all right. <laughs> you know, as I say, worst worst window ever for Boston as a sports town. This got to be way up there for Miami. You know, some enthusiasm about Tua and Jalen Ramsey's Dolphins and year two of Mike McDaniel in the meantime. 
the Panthers and the Heat, both as eight seeds, are going to go to the their respective finals. Good times Looks that way. Panthers plus one twenty to win the cup um, for that series. Now Panthers are minus two thousand. You get eleven to one on the Hurricanes. Of course, I had both teams to score yesterday on a parlay, so that was a lot of fun. Um, didn't come through. Eddie Spaghetti, you have money on the Stars. Pretty much a must win here. They're minus one forty five over the uh, Knights, who have a two zero lead. Both overtime wins. Uh, what do you think? Uh, like I said, I'm minus three. I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. I think the Stars should have won game two. Ryan Suter basically blew the game for them at the very end to let that tying goal happen. Like they were, um, they were just pretty sloppy. But they're getting some help back. I think they're getting another D man back who was injured. Uh, I think they could hold serve, win both games at home, and then it's just a three game series. Uh, Vegas is tough. I, I would not be shocked if Vegas hoists the cup because they are a deep team and they have uh, guys in every you know facet of the game that works well. But I think the Stars. Uh, they're not finished yet, so I still have faith in my stars. Well, yeah. Also, game got, one's yeah. winner too. I mean, we didn't talk about that on minus three spaghetti, but I mean, their two best defensemen get tangled up in the corner. I mean, uh, and a, a one in one million shot that the uh, one stick goes into the slot in between the blade and the heel and gets stuck there and takes down both defensemen to free up Kachuk right in front of the goal to to bang that one in fluky but that's kind of what sal always points to that overtime winners in the playoffs are always weird or, well you just hope for it not to happen fluky. right you're like okay yeah. this game's going overtime it's going to second overtime please let it not be a deflection off of four pads and a and a two sticks here right and uh we didn't get that for some I mean, it was pretty amazing that the first four games um were decided in overtime i would say right. spaghetti already has money on the stars i think they're a live dog at plus 750 and a couple of home games coming up. Not that that completely matters to win the cup. I think that's a good number. I Kings love that 20. one, Sal. Yeah, I love Kings it. at 20 to one is maybe too big a hill uh, to climb, but stars plus 750. Uh, not so bad. You guys got to start thinking of con Smythe. Have you talked con Smythe odds? Bobrovsky plus 180. Now. Kachuk three to one. Bobrovsky plus 180. Eichel plus 450 and stone six to one or top four. Um, I like if you're if you're going to buy into that stars idea, I think Jason Robertson is the good play. Ottinger is another good one. The guy between the pipes are your two good plays. If you want to double down on Dallas emerging because Robertson I do 40 to one. Yeah. If you believe that the stars can rally and obviously they still can against uh, against Vegas, I would pick them certainly to beat <laughs> the Panthers. So that all stands mm -hmm. to reason. Meantime, to Chuck. His exit, he scores that overtime goal and then goes right out the door. Like he just walked out the door and that was yeah. the, that was the end of that. Greatest uh, greatest exit you've ever seen after success. It's funny. We're talking um, on Laugh Lines with Jimmy Kimmel today, by the way. Oh, <clears throat> I mean, he quit. You, you heard he quit Jimmy Kimmel Live. That's why it's in reruns. And so he's just like looking for stuff to do. He's because he's going to mm. jump. I keep jump seeing him with, in that uh, in that uh, NBA commercial. He's looking in the mirror and then they, they flash back and it's like, oh, it's no show. Yeah, that's it. There's no show at all. So I don't know what he's doing. I guess he just does laugh lines for a minute. But anyway, one of the questions is, um, what's the greatest sports celebration, which is different from your question? Uh, best exit, Flipper Anderson, maybe? Good for you, remembering that one. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, an old pal dropped me a line to, to volunteer that one. Bo mm -hmm. Jackson, that wasn't end of game, but obviously he punctuated that 90-yard right run. 
yeah. right going right up the tunnel and vanishing for for mm-hmm. hours on end or however long he was gone. That was a good one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I like thought, your chambless one. Sh- get, getting running through uh, the, the, a mob of uh, Yankee fans was good. Yeah, nineteen seventy-six. By the way, shout yeah. out to you and Jimmy Kimmel because wouldn't you know it's serendipity. I just was watching. I don't know if you know it's thirty for thirty. The yeah. uh, Once Upon a Time in Queens has been running, and I I got sucked into that for about two and a half yeah. hours last Pretty night good. watching. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, Mark, I hated you know those what? teams. Yeah, <laughs> what were you I say, do. Mark? I hate Sorry. them. I was going to say it's before my time, but I think the the best celebration was when uh, I had to look his name up. Randall Thrill Hill. For the Hurricanes, Miami, yes. come back oh, out yeah. the tunnel, runs up the tunnel, yeah, yeah, and then says, "No, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not changing clothes. I'm coming right back out." And he's pew 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 pew. Right. All the uh, innocent bystanders standing by. That was a. Uh, I saw. Way I saw that in the, in the thirty for thirty. I was like, Cotton "Hey, ball. that that right there was fire." Cotton. That ball. was good. I was watching. Check. Did they have like on uh, NFL Network? Did they have Steelers Super Bowls all weekend or Sunday at least? Because I feel like I, I don't they know. Did. I think they I don't previewed. know, but you should watch those. Well, those are good. They were good. So Archie and I were watching, and it was Cowboys Steelers Super Bowl ten, right? That was the twenty one seventeen. Twenty one seventeen Super Bowl ten. Yes. yes. Um, by the way, was that the last day Super Bowl? Um. So yeah, it that, weird. Well, it's very weird to see during the day. Um, I guess I would check out 14 starts. I mean, it's night, you know, the cloak yeah. of night drops at halftime in right, right, uh, Pasadena and right. 14, 15's in the dome of New Orleans. And then 16 also in the Lions Rams. Dome. Definitely Steelers Rams. Oh yeah, and the dome's 17, hard to it's tell. night again, yeah. like halfway through the game. That's how they right. moved it to the point where it was. Yeah, this was but, like at noon. This was, uh, this was Brooke. Brookshire and, uh, um, oh, no, 11, yeah. 11 is, uh, is this day played in the sun. Yeah. With okay. uh, the Raiders and Vikes that's outside the whole, well, I mean, anyway, that's we're, light we're watching day. this and I was at a Steelers Cowboys Super Bowl in 95, right? 95, 96, whatever that January was. And yeah, I'm uh, stunk. Archie says to me, I know, I know you didn't like that. Archie says to me about the Super Bowl 10 that we're watching. He says, was this the one you were at? And I was like, really? You can't tell just by looking how crappy this footage is and that there's no, you know. And so then hours later, we had a couple uh, T-ball or Little League games later. We come back. They are playing the one I was at. And it's hard to believe they don't have it's still even in 95, not 50 years ago, but, you know, almost 30. They still don't have the score up the whole time. Still a guessing game at that point, whether or not there was six and a half minutes left or or two twenty, you know. It's still, and obviously We're very a huge spoiled, production. Aren't we? It's so crazy. I thought it was definitely before then. So anyway, uh, that's that. That's, that's would Super you, Bowl now, makes me would you sick. like them to, know, as, as you guys you watch the these the games live half. and remember yeah. them? Mm-hmm. Would you like it now to have the score transposed on there in the twenty twenty three fashion? Yeah, you don't want you don't want it on that trial. No, it's annoying. It's really annoying. I don't know. It's like walking to work. Like, what would you do? Well, I'm talking to a guy who drives an electric bike. So I'm not, but anyway, no, it's like, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't understand why it took so long. The yellow first down line, fine, whatever. But have the score up and the time. Figure it out, right? I asked, we talked about it on minus three briefly. Um, did, I, I, I turned the question to you. In your lifetime, you could attend one event that you didn't get to attend. Which would it? I be? like that. 
I like Tench coming over the top with Lake Placid. That's pretty, I, I feel that's like the way, um, right? that's the less, least of the a-hole. Um, but I, uh, Maybe Nick. How about this one? Nicholas selfishly and, game six. Uh, you talk about that documentary. Yeah, that's selfishly Red Sox uh, Mets. Why do I keep saying Yankees? Go ahead. For a Metropolitans guy. Yeah, that makes sense. What about if you were like if you're agnostic, not rooting for your provincial teams, but mm-hmm. being at the 86 Masters at the 16th hole when Nicholas is making his charge and he drops it right next to the pin and it spins back and almost goes into the hole for an ace mm. there and the place goes bananas. I think that would be on my short list too. Pretty Obviously good. I can pick any number of Pittsburgh yeah. baseball. Go ahead, Martin. You, you, you answer here. I feel like golf is hard though. Right. Because like you could be, couldn't you be there at the masters and just be following the other person that day and not know that Nicholas had this crazy round. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I have a thing. chair right there. Right. I have a chair right at the 16th hole. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, gotcha. Shek, I think you were at, you had a chair right at White Men Can't Jump Reboot Extra Points Edition. I mean, that must have <laughs> been good. Like people are going to say years from now, oh, I wish I was at that instead of just watching this video. I, I uh, personally, say, uh, I enjoyed it a great deal. Yes. <laughs> I say selfishly, I would want to be at the NFC Championship game in which Tracy Porter intercepted Brett Favre which ended up being Bounty Gate and all of that. And I would have been rooting them on and throwing money on the field like, here's my sin. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, I would have that's loved to have one. been in that, in that arena. That would have been awesome. That would have um, been my number well, one Well, let's by talk far. football. There's a, but they added a couple rules overnight. New flex rule allows games, Thursday night games, only to be moved with 30, with 28 days notice. Um, and so that number will shrink to, what, 10 days by the end of the decade, Check. This is uh, obviously... <laughs> People are uh, annoyed at this because, well, for a number of reasons, safety concerns are thrown out the window. And also, if you have tickets to a game, it could easily get snatched up and changed. But they're giving you a month's notice. What do you think? I mean, it's obvious that it's a play for money. It goes without saying it's a money grab, Sal. It is Um, money grab. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, goes without saying, but for anyone too naive to pick up what the NFL is laying down, they don't care about the gate they don't care about how many people although they should care more about it i think is my takeaway from it obviously the tv audience the satellite audience building up amazon streaming that's the way of the future in fact it's the way of the present to some degree that's where everything's turning the 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 thing is though i they they want to have their cake and some pie here because you can't let the the people who go to the games, you can't ignore them to the degree. Like what, what's the conclusion then people just stop going to the games entirely. You boil the stadium sizes down to what the chargers played in a couple of years ago in front of well, what? You think you're have trouble people filling, filling these stadiums, even on a month's notice. I don't, I don't think so for good I don't games. Know. I think people, no. I a lot of people, I mean, come on, how many times have we had the conversation? You want to go to the game or you just want to stay at home and watch it more and no, more I people know, but are this, choosing this is, other. It's not going to be Texans Cardinals that they're flexing to the Thursday night, right? Whatever no, game it, it is, it's going to be a good game that people are going to want to go to. No, I people think. will all watch it. And so it, they will be validated by their choice to, yes. to boost it to, with a juicy matchup, of course. Sure. But I'm saying yeah. like at some point when the indications are like, Parking is, you know, it's crazy, really. Like $100, $200, like you go to a playoff game, it's no, like $200 to park your car? What now? Yeah. I mean, before I think, you, I know people, these are old laments, but at some point, people I are think just going to be like, something that like, that like, I think at this point now, if you're taking your family or you're going to a game, you're kind of expecting to pay 
quite yeah. a bit of money to go to the game. It's like, but like, I think that's one of the things that kind of like sticks with us more because I'm used to not paying to go to games. So when you mm-hmm. ask me, do I want to go? That's like, wait a minute, this ticket is $375. Like, wh- right. wow, that's expensive. <laughs> How much? Else check, don't else? worry about it. Don't worry about it. YouTube TV is going to charge you an arm and a leg too, to watch the games and all these other uh, streaming. Either that or Little Mermaid yeah. reruns. Yeah, exactly. Whatever they decide to throw in there. Now, listen, I look, and I, we talk about ratings and I know check, you don't care about ratings and Eddie spaghetti says for the hockey, but it is still the chief metric to determine if a sport is thriving. So until that changes, that is absolutely number one. You could say it's Al Michaels complaining, but it's ratings. It's pacifying these networks and streaming services. And uh, that's just how it's going to go. Listen, it's great. Here's the thing. It's great from an entertainment standpoint, like, oh, they're going to swap out bum teams playing each other in November and December uh, for uh, a more favorable watch. Great. But also, not to be again. I'm sorry. I have to. I I didn't get too far down from Mount Pius. I'm going to head back up there. But doesn't the don't don't you want the two teams playing each other at their relative peak in terms of health and condition? Like Thursday night football. I, I, some players will tell you like, ah, it's overstated. But there, it goes on and on every year. Like, man, the league doesn't care about players by having us play on Thursday night. It ain't right for our bodies. So now yeah. you're going to get better matchups, but. It's going to be on the eve of the playoffs, which matter infinitely more. And it's going to be on a Thursday night and people are going to be belly aching about having to play on Thursday night and all mm-hmm. that. They just don't want Denver Colts with a crappy Russell Wilson. If they could predict that that's going to be bad a month in advance. Yeah. There's, I, just, there's just no way I, around I don't it. know, man. I, I think I disagree with this because I don't know if, if the Lions were if you told me the Lions uh, got flexed into a week 14 Thursday night game, Detroit would be ecstatic. Like, hmm. like you got to think of it like you're coming from it from the, the Pittsburghian place of you always oh. have your allotted primetime games. Or, you know, Dallas always has the primetime game. I've been there right. where your team is ignored primarily. Mm-hmm. Started out 10-0, and 0, and that's what it took for ESPN to send Ed Werder down there to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? To see what was going to happen back in the 2012 season. I remember it. It's, it. There are places that get ignored that once they get that that flex into Thursday That's night, true. they're going to be like, holy yeah. hell, this is amazing. I can't right. wait to watch the, the Panthers on Thursday night because they have been terrible forever. And now this is our year. We can flex them in. Yeah, if you didn't get screwed by buying a ticket to the Sunday game, which is now a Thursday game, and you're just a fan of the Lions, yes, you should love this. The players maybe don't love it as much, and it's it's a moneymaker. It is what it is. I get what the, I get what Martin's saying, except that it's sort of like bowl games. It used to mean more to make uh, a bowl game because there were fewer bowl games. Now everybody goes mm-hmm. to a bowl game. Same thing with Thursday Night Football. Texans are going to wind up on there eventually, too. Not well, but as they don't- special. Yeah, they don't have to give. That's the other thing. They don't have to give every team a primetime game, right? There are there exactly. who doesn't have one. There's a couple that don't. So Texans are. are I one believe of them. the Texans um, do not have a primetime game this yeah. year, actually. And that I don't think is going to so change. They will not be um, on Thursday. <laughs> the, the teams. Uh, Bad example. Yeah, <laughs> t- teams are allowed to roster a third quarterback now. Again, all ratings driven. This is the Brock Purdy rule, right? He went out. There was a chance that who was going to quarterback? Who was like the third string? Who was the running? Was it was it McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, no, we're talking th- about McCaffrey Josh taking Johnson snaps. Rule. Well, right? yeah. okay. Brock yeah. Purdy got hurt, and yeah. then they had Josh Johnson, who had just gotten signed, mm-hmm. or 
Christian McCaffrey to play quarterback. But I I I think this is right and fair. Like mm-hmm. it, it makes it like I get it's just for TV, but also if you're gonna if like if you're gonna call concussions on the side of of uh of caution, right? You're gonna be uh, be be over uh over exuberant on calling guys with who may have a concussion, call them out of the game and resting them and forever or until the end of the game and not like uh-huh. a few plays or whatever, then it's you have three of everything else. Like you have more off you have two or three backup offensive linemen, two or three backup defensive linemen. You have multiple cornerbacks. Like it's only fair. They only, especially yeah, in the position sense. where but the violence like they is couldn't there. Do this, they couldn't do this in the first. They've always had the ability to keep three quarterbacks, right? It just doesn't eat up a roster spot. Right, Shaq? I mean, now it, now yeah, you it was that like, option. Yeah. I don't even remember when they did it. It was 20 years ago or whatever that this rule's been around. But uh, I guess it was an attempt initially to be egalitarian about your roster QB versus backup mm-hmm. guard. It was was no matter. Right. And obviously it got exposed, but obviously it also got exposed. Um, what? 12 years ago, 13 years ago, when Caleb Haney almost would have been the starting quarterback in, in Super Bowl 45. Right. It's funny that people didn't balk then. But yes, once it came to a head there, what it has set up is I'm glad that we have this episode in our lives because it is going to be kind of fun to watch the two rivals, the two favorites to survive the NFC this year, the Niners and Eagles and the Niners will not shut up about how that the the sports got just frowned on them by doing like, who do you think you are? Like, I mean, who, who did you think Brock Purdy was like, well, once we lost Purdy, what were we supposed to do? Like, I, I think it sets up for a fun narrative to follow this season now, yeah. especially with Darnold and Trey Lance and now Brock Purdy too. And I, I, that's going to be a fun storyline throughout the season. I think it's all fun. I can't wait for it to get here, but yeah, now, but you're probably not winning a playoff game. If your third string quarterbacks in right, the guy or woman um, hasn't taken snaps all week. Thank you. And so yes. Uh, now they do have the ability to pass the ball, which I guess is important if the first two go out, right. In terms of, uh, viewings, all ratings driven, of course, um, Jim Brown passes away. Shaq, you covered it on minus three. <laughs> you and Sh- it happened again. The- <laughs> it happened is he again. the best? I'll look, I'm going to say something crazy here. He was absolutely the best running back of his time mm-hmm. and one of the greatest ever. Great. We, I, I, I'm not going to fight you on it. Okay. I, good, I, I, good. I, 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 I don't really need to do it again, but I, but that's for the record. I think somebody <laughs> pushed back on me. One of your, somebody trying to impress you yes. and, and Hench on social media. Oh, mm. by this logic, then how would I ever convince my kids that Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball player of all time? Like, mm-hmm. Pick it up on YouTube. That's the difference. There's no there there are no full games to be had. You can't watch the career of Jim Brown on YouTube. I can watch pretty much everything I need to see about Michael Jordan. That's the difference. He's like, well, but I can cobble it together by the numbers and the highlights and all that. It's like, uh, okay, well then you don't have to watch The Godfather to know it's the best ever. Just read the script and watch a couple of fancy clips from it and look at the awards and you'll be able to understand intellectually that it's the best based on the way it's talked about. It doesn't mean that you ingested it in your soul. And that's what sports is all about. And of course, like the, then the other thing is, well, what does it matter? What does it matter if Walter Payton or, or Jim Brown's better? Like 
why are we even watching sports then? Like when people get vexed about the Jordan versus LeBron thing, what are we doing? Like the whole thing is who's better than whom. The whole that's the whole discussion of what we're watching for. When people try to diminish those conversations, I don't even know what what people are enjoying about watching. What I'm isn't watching. it nice though if your father or grandfather sits you on his knee and tells you that Jackie Robinson was the greatest ever, and you just yes. you take it for face value, and you're like, yeah, and then you tell your kids that Jackie Robinson is. I think that's how the Bible's worked, right? It's just these stories have been okay. passed over the years, and then yeah, and there's, there's something nice about that, <laughs> but I do think Bible. it's a combination. Yeah, that's exactly how the Bible had. when Jackie Robinson parted <laughs> the Red Sea. No, but I'd be, Jesus I think it's is a combination. Jesus walking across the water and making the wine. There's no video of it on Amazon uh, or anywhere looking, else. You're not looking hard well, enough. It's out there. Martin, what, what do you think about this um, <laughs> argument? Well, I just, well, first of all, Jesus is out there. He, you can't miss him. He's every commercial break. He gets us. Oh, but, yeah. um, he dominated the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. He, he is definitely out there with a big <laughs> advertising budget. But I just want to know, Dave, who who do you know that has sat there and said, I read the script to the Godfather and saw some highlights, so that's why it's the greatest of all time. <laughs> that's so- I, I, that's my analogy. That's exactly right. You wouldn't do that. That would be but absurd. Nobody, it's but the same the thing, thing is. But you can go watch the Godfather. You can't watch Jim Brown play football because it doesn't exist. Okay. But you can't. You can still read the written word. Hear the oral histories. Hell, before uh, the 1900s, oral history was how it was. Everything was passed down throughout the world. So that's Mm -hmm. how we just, you know, that's how we just took it. It's pretend. That's yeah, right, right, exactly. It's the same thing as as you mentioned the Bible. And all of that, it is replaced to some degree by science. Hard and fast science gets in its way. Same thing, video interrupts the legend. I, you know, I don't know how to make sense of all that, but yes, saying that I, what 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 I'm basically getting at. This all you said started, video killed the radio star. Right. Jim Brown exactly was a radio right. star. Fifteen the, years ago. Fifteen yeah. years ago. If you I believe it or I not, know that the same that's pretty good. That First is pretty video good. ever played on MTV. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I don't know if you heard. Minus three is now a music show for summer twenty. Oh, I did. But hear anyway, that. yeah, yeah. Um, we, we have a lot of music subjects ready to roll. But I will say, in the meantime, it's what where this all came from. Believe it or not, this conversation isn't uh, isn't a couple of weeks old. It's fifteen years old no. at least, and um, it started with. You can watch highlights of this barely on YouTube from 1998 with you and Hench, but yes. <laughs> oh, no. You were involved in it, too. Oh, it I know. started I know. when I was talking about, believe it or not, that I think Mario Lemieux is better than Gretzky. And then one sports guy, Bill Simmons, jumped in like, Bobby Orr is better than both of them. And I'm like, based on what? Is Bobby Orr better than Mario Lemieux? He's like, Watch him play. Like you haven't watched him play. How do you know what Bobby Orr looks like in a game, except for the mm-hmm. the twenty highlight clips that we all have seen of him? Where there's no way to gauge that he's better than anybody. And it went from there. Then Hench jumps in with like, "Well, what about Babe Ruth? Well, Babe Ruth never played a slider or a man of color. So how am I well, supposed by, to?" Make- by the way, that is exactly how you should handle Hench. Uh, appeal to his political ideology and say, "Babe, you are being racist right now because Babe Ruth didn't go against the pool of players where yes." Uh, uh, people of color, uh, any of uh, anyone from the Dominican Republic ever played? So I think that's how you should do it. I think you stop him in his tracks right there if you say that. I, I mean, I don't listen. I'm not diminishing Jim Brown's relevance in pro football. I'm just uh, do, the the idea that people our age or younger have any mm. sense to like, oh no, no, no. How could you say blank is better than Jim? Right. Well, I, I really don't have anything to go off of with Jim Brown. 
I can go off of Walter Payton versus Emmett Smith versus Barry Sanders and so on because I've watched uh, them all why, play. But okay, but greatest ever, whatever. Of course, you're going to win that argument because you can't say. But can we? Can someone say he's in the top ten based on what we know, or we, can we just never? We have to discount of everything. Course. Yeah. I'm just, I, yes. I, what I'm talking about is my heart, my gut. This because I'm talking about my heart, my gut. I have to hear this argument all the time about like. Charles yeah. Barkley or Michael Jordan, oh, just because it's not on video doesn't mean it never happened. There's still written word of it. They've been writing about right. sports since the 1800s. It yeah. is this right now. I can go right here and look at Syracuse versus Maryland, Jim Brown, September 22nd, 1956. Yeah. My dad was 16 years old then. He, oh, I'm sorry, he was six years old. But he remembers, um, so what I should have said, is the 1965 uh, championship, the Browns and the yeah. Packers, in which Jim Brown was from. Uh, so there's people alive out there, Dave, that remember this. But now you take out the context, though. Like, Will Ch- it's the, what it is, it, a good comp is Will Chamberlain and his dominance of his era and the, and the you know, insane numbers he put up. Mm. How do you contextualize those when – when, you know, a 6'8 guy was, was checking him? You know, it was an eight-team league. And Bill yeah. Russell was the one or one A to him. And that's who he's buttonheads with. And other than that, he towered over everybody. Similarly, so, Jim I, Brown was trying to be tackled by guys like our size. Like, but I, I think he's it's better than arguments. everybody, but he's infinitely better than everybody I, out there. I, I, at the think minor league sport. I think your he was never on tape argument falls by the wayside when you should just be like the game has changed too much and he wouldn't be able to hang or might not be able to hang with this because merely not being on tape should shouldn't disqualify the guy. I think your better argument is the game's changed. Um, people are, uh, players are faster. They're, they're stronger. You know, they, uh, they train better. And so he wouldn't be able to thrive in today's game. I think that's the argument. Not that, well, we don't see him on tape because, okay, if someone happened to be taking video of him, you would see a guy dominate his competition, but then even that wouldn't be good enough for you. I listen, what it goes to me is, is <laughs> like I what I what I want to identify, what I want to highlight is pretentious people and people talking about like as I always say, people talking about who's a good offensive lineman. You don't know what you're talking about. How do any of us know who's who leans good on the fat guys? Same thing. Like you don't know about Melot. You're gonna pound right. the table for for Ty Cobb. Like what do what do we know? We don't we have no context for him in in the but that's different than you never saw him play that's different is all i'm gonna say right, we got we got to move on because okay. i know even even eddie spaghetti is getting bored he's texting uh, uh other people about the rangers and islanders and devils and flyers playing at metlife and that we should go so that's how i know what? i mean eddie spaghetti wow. i mean he won an award for producing this show and he's like i've had enough what is this eddie Jump in. Just what is brand, it? brand new news. Uh, I guess the Rangers and the Isles are going to be playing in MetLife as well as the Devils mm. playing the Flyers. So that's uh, pretty wow. cool. They want to spend a lot of money f- to see their hockey really, really, really far away. Yeah, there you but go. Yes, I, I'm tired of hearing Dave. I heard this for an hour yesterday, <laughs> now an hour today. So well, well, I, I no, I'm excited for spaghetti. You know, the rags might win something for once. This will be oh, great. Oh, come on. I, I now See, now I don't know if I want to bring this up because this was also a, a topic of conversation. But if we don't talk about Big Ben not wanting Pickett to succeed mm. now. Oh, God. It when are we going to? We've, we've already been I here know, for like an I hour. I know. It's come an on, hour. Man. It's exactly an hour. Oh, I, I told I'll, you I'll just guys. Look, nobody wants to have this success after the fact. Who does? <laughs> are you just completely, you're, you're, you're such a generous soul that you're like, hey, me or him, I don't care. I mean, obviously, everybody wants to be the man. 
First of all, doesn't want well, the team to thrive without them. What's this weird hold on story? A second. This is not Pickett didn't come in and replace Big Ben. He retired. And this is exactly. the guy who's filling his slot. Right. It wasn't ever going to be that there was they were never going to have a quarterback again. This guy's filling his slot. A B. He only had to throw like 17 percent completion rate to be better than Big Ben was. So I don't know what he was holding out hope for. Big Ben and see what a psychopath to admit it. Oh, all right. That's fine. If you felt that way, but what a crazy, crazy man to admit this kind of thing. Those I are 100% agree. That's it. That's really? 100% agree. And not only that, yeah, you retired. You right. walked away. You right. should away feeling good about this. If you break up with your ex, are you necessarily stalking her pays the next day? No, you're the one who initiated the action. And now it'd be a different thing entirely if he was like, I still got some in the tank. And uh, Tomlin and the crew were like, nah, get up out of here. We're bringing the young kid in. And so then I understand why your quarterback turned podcaster would have, uh, uh, as my dad would say, a red hair up his ass in that moment. I can get that. But Check, how bad would Pickett have to be? How bad would Pickett have to be for Big Ben to say, aha, I told you so. I should have played. I could have kept playing. And then. The one the more f- thing before Dave takes 20 minutes on this one more thing. How yeah. good does he have to be where he big Ben feels like he can talk? Pickett didn't make the pro Bowl. He's not like, he wasn't like he was serviceable, oh, but he wasn't like, like, do we think that Kenny Pickett's figured out the NFL right. after what? F- 13 games starting. I don't think so. I think it's a beautiful story from someone who was being honest about what was in his heart and soul in the moment. And yeah. what ended up winning in the end was his love of black and gold. He realized that it was wrong headed of him and he got sucked in to a late drive by Kenny Pickett against the hated Raiders. And then he did it against the Ravens and he did it against the Brownies. And he said, you know what? Some things are bigger than my legacy. The Pittsburgh Steelers reign supreme. And now I'm in on eight. That's it. You know what? You know, it's a a beautiful story. story. There's another way to do it. And it's the way Tony Romo did it in the greatest press conference ever. I would say sports wise. And when he was undone by Dak Prescott. After that, by the way, your Steelers, your shitbird Steelers losing that game in the last minute to the Cowboys, which put a thorn. That was, was it. I was like, that Prescott's the starter. He went up there, uh, Romo, like on a Tuesday and said, sports is a meritocracy. I don't deserve to be the starting quarterback of this team. That's how you do it. Not like Big Ben, this this slob hey. drinking yoo-hoos. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, there are other adjectives I can... <laughs> I could give that uh, district attorneys would want to slap on him, but you know what I'm saying? What a maniac. Well, what by a the maniac way, though, but is. what Martin yeah. said, like he assumes that Roethlisberger was like, I've had enough. I think I shall go off into the sunset. I mean, I think there's pretty, uh, there's enough smoke there that if he had the Steelers brass at like seven, we need you again. I think Good. he probably would have come back. So yeah. you can understand that there might've been a little bit of like, Boy, I'm not done just yet. Well, the Steelers are telling me I am done. So okay. Did he watch himself play? Maybe to your argument, maybe there was that wasn't on YouTube games of Roethlisberger (laughs) playing in 2021. I don't understand why you why why you guys impute what has Ben Roethlisberger ever done bad to anybody to deserve this attack from the from the the from That was it. Yeah. The black and gold is now erased. All right. Uh, we didn't do so bad there, Spaghetti, right? That was only four minutes. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a quick break of our play of the day and we'll get out of here. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Caesars has heat first half. Heat to win the game is plus 135. Sure, you could take the heat at minus one and a half, but I, I think I think this is just going to be one. We're betting them race to 10 to score 10 first. I think they just lay it on them. What was it? 61-46 the first half last game. The Heat have won first half six of their last eight playoff games. Um, you know, you could go Celtics first half and then heat to win the game at plus four fifty, but I just don't think it's going to be that kind of uh game. Miami's going to want to pound them early. And I'm not even positive. The Celtics want to go back to Boston at this point or ever. Um, it's easier for them to lose here than to blow game five at home. Heat take the first half, win the game one fifteen, one Oh six to get plus one thirty five there. Martin, what's your play of the day? I'm going with Caleb Martin over one and a half three pointers made. And I'm actually playing it all line up to three and a half. Like I'm going to oh. play one and two and a half and three and a half. Kevin Love out with the, or not necessarily out on the injury report, but in a game in which they don't really need him, which is wild to say in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, I think he, he'll probably sit more. Than he has in the past, and with his uh, with his uh, it said the back cramps or soreness in his back, uh-huh. and Caleb Martin's the guy that eats up that time. So I expect him to. Uh, and in Boston's really got nobody to guard him. Yeah, that's a, that's the story of this thing. Estrus is banged up too, so you might get even more minutes uh, out of Caleb Martin there. All right, uh, Shaq, play of the day. First of all, can you imagine? I, I I'm fascinated to see by the margin that the Heat get up on the Celts. There, it potentially could be catastrophic forget game Mm -hmm. three if they really lay down fascinating but we need as sports fans to be rooting for the celtics here eight more days until the nba finals start we're done everybody like sure it's funny to watch the celtics uh embarrass themselves and all their fans but listen we have Mm -hmm. a, a higher purpose here more sports for us until we head into the summertime so let's root for that Um, The other thing we still have going is the stars have to save some dignity here. All these series in the NHL and NBA can't be sweeps, right? The stars have to save us a little bit here. I say take them on the money line. And Jason Robertson, who I said was the X factor of this series, or one of them at least, he has scored a goal in each of the first two games. I say he continues. He's their best. uh, He's their best sniper. Um, I say he gets a goal that pays out at plus 270. All right. By the way, so yes, you're right. There's a fixed start date for the NBA Finals. It's June 1st, which would be eight days from today, eight or nine. I don't know how you count that last day. The NHL, the Stanley Cup is June 8th. Oh my God, it is? June 8th. So if we see a run where, I don't know, what could it be? The last game is Friday? It's like college football (laughs) between regular season and uh, bowl games. I don't know if anyone comes back for these finals. So that's that. All right, so... uh, those are our picks. Uh, PGA Championship. Oh, we didn't mention Kepka won. Well, oh, we blew by it. Of course, Kepka's going to win. 22 to 1. Nobody even mentioned him. So stupid. But Michael Block is that big story. I joked that Michael Block, here's this um, this 
what what is he? he's like a he's back basically a golf instructor right a club pro charges one hundred twenty five dollars an hour some here somewhere here in uh, California gets the exemption comes in fifteenth punctuates it with a hole in one on fifteen now he's the life of the party and I joked like all right well now he's going to go to the live tour and babyface you think this is a good idea I, I was joking. He shouldn't go. That that's not a good move for no. Anyone. I think I think this is a great idea. This would is something that would make me actually pay attention to the live tour. I don't need to see guys on the PGA tour that bolted for the money. Show me something interesting. Show me. A well, he needs that, the money, but it's dumb for the live tour because he's then his likability disappears. Right, I Jack? don't think so. You <laughs> still want him to to beat the oh, I don't think so. PGA pros? No, this uh, is this would be a great story. He deserves nah. it. Let, let then him just, out. Then they're just overpaying a bad golfer. I think. I don't know. Am I wrong? I, I was Joe. I was actually joking about him going to live tour. They're already overpaying a lot of mediocre golfers Thank on you. that yeah. live tour. <laughs> um, it would yeah, be but, a nice story. I, I but for some reason I forget. I, I was reading about that they wouldn't bring a guy like that in for whatever reason, the live tour, which would be their loss. But yes, I would be happy. It's like, I always say about steroid guys, people get, we're so vexed by the steroid era. Like mm -hmm. I care less when it's a guy who's a borderline major leaguer and the steroids get him in there so he can make those paychecks for a couple of years and set his family up for generations on end. It's another thing when Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds are doing, sure. you're already going to the hall of fame. You bums. What do you have to do that? Ego is the answer to that. Well, I just don't know if there'd be interest in Michael Block if he bolted to, from the, uh, the casual about the whole fan. thing. The I don't Phil think Nicholson wearing yeah. shorts. Who gives a crap? I don't think there'll be yeah. interest in Michael Block by June 23rd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he might as well stay on the good side. Uh, that but anyway, that's good that. for him. Uh, what do we got? We have uh, minus three. Check it out with the uh, Sheck and Kevin Hench. Does you anything you want to know about Iggy Pop or Jim <laughs> Brown or uh, this Pickett Roethlisberger? Controversy, which checks. Can you believe I'm at, at worst the second craziest person on that show? At worst, <laughs> maybe third. Wow, spaghetti! Wow, that is something. Um, Martin, you and Mark Gunnels, lemon pepper parlay coming up this week. It's gonna be yeah, fun. Mark's gonna be, we'll bury the Lakers, and then I'll uh, we'll have to talk about how Jokic and Will have similar numbers, and like Dave said earlier, the guy guarding was six eight. Well, I did see four games in a row of Rui Hachimura being the primary defender on Jokic, who's also 6'8". Right. So who knows? Maybe Will, the Will more Chamberlain. things change, the more they stay the same. Yes, Will Chamberlain's who he's referring to. Jimmy Kimmel's on Laugh Lines with me and Megan Connolly. There's Megan Fun of Sports on the Money Grab feed, along with Lemon Pepper Parlay, covered in glory against all odds tonight. You'll catch it all right here on the Extra Points Podcast Network. Did I say laugh lines? What did I say? Oh, Kimmel's on laugh lines. Yeah, me and Megan Connolly. Uh, yeah, reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, so please remember, you're all my favorites.